Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys so much. Like I always say, thank you guys for being patient with me and listening to this raggedy old podcast yet again. Like I really don't know how y'all do it, but I'm grateful you do if you're a real one and you listen all the way through. I love you for it. If you're not a real one, you are still a real one if you just hit play because honestly, you get you get the listens by just doing that. So I'm not going to force you to have your ears bleeding or whatever. So I'm grateful that you even made it this far, these first 32 seconds, okay? Thank you. Thank you guys for the support, the love, everybody who shares this podcast and reposts it and just um, recommends it to their friends. I really, oh, I really do appreciate it. I don't even know how much... I can express my appreciation. And like I said, like I'm extra appreciative because you guys are so patient with me, even when I'm inconsistent. And a lot of times that inconsistency comes from me feeling like I don't have anything to talk about or nobody's listening or why, why did I have this desire to have a podcast in the first place? And to be honest, I'm still kind of in that rut right now. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about that today a little bit, just in case anyone else has experienced these little creative ruts or dry seasons. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit some things I've learned in the past couple of months, and hopefully I can share it with a woman who might feel like her dream, her vision, her goals are getting dimmer. Um, girl, I just want to tell you, we're here to support each other, encourage each other, and make sure that we are becoming the women of our dreams right now in the present. And that means don't let your light dim, okay? So let's jump right into this week's Rooted Conversation and we'll we'll chit chat. We'll have a little talk about what what we could do to keep our light bright. Okay, so for this week's Rooted Conversation, like I said, I I just want to be honest with you guys tell you a little bit what I've been reflecting on, what I've been learning and trying to understand for myself, because it's been real dry over here, like real, real, real dry in my noggin. I've been, I've just had a creative dry spell. I want to say since, since May, things were moving really, really fast in my life. And I was making a lot of mistakes and I was just really frustrated, but ex- there's there was a lot going on. We're not even going to get into all of it right quite yet, but there was a lot going on, and I feel like I have not been able to recover since May. So, and because of that, I have been in a creative dry spell. To be honest, if it wasn't for that Diva Cup review that was released whenever a month ago or whatever, I don't think I would have posted anything since May. But Thank God. Thank God for giving us, you know, the resources to reflect, to meditate, to talk to people and stuff like that. And I always encourage you guys to reflect, to journal, to force yourself to to think out loud, to talk to yourself, even when you don't feel like it. So for the longest, I haven't been feeling like it. I haven't even been wanting to dive into what's going on in my brain. But over the time, over the months, I have finally, finally cleared my mind a little bit and gained some understanding as to why I was going through this dry season and how I could keep my brain active and keep my spirits lifted, even in the midst of a creative dry spell. So um, 
Yeah. So I just have like a few points that I want to run through with you guys in the hopes that we can grow together, learn from this. Uh, I hope this could be accountability to me, but also hopefully some encouragement and accountability to you if you need to get out of a dry rut as well. So first and foremost, I want to just affirm somebody, confirm something that you might have not thought about, but I want to let you know that it is absolutely okay to be in a dry season, a creative dry season. It is okay. You're not obligated to anybody. You're not, um, you don't owe anybody anything, your creativity, your energy. It's, it's, it's yours. It's your energy for a reason. These are your talents and your gifts that you're sharing with the world. If you choose to do so, and nobody is obligated to them. So I want to encourage someone to breathe, relax, give yourself a break. You're not entitled to share Um, especially if you're sharing from an empty place. So just want to throw that out there first and foremost, because I think I was struggling with that a lot. I kept thinking like, man, I'm not going to get like any improvements in my podcast, no growth. I'm not going to be able to experience that if I don't keep dishing out new episodes or content as people like to say and I it was, I was feeling guilty I was just feeling like why did I start something if I can't give it my 100% and it was it was messing with my mind a little bit and it was stressing me out and it definitely wasn't helping the creative process for me all the guilt all the shame that was attached with that it wasn't helping it wasn't cute it just made me feel even less productive. So I just, I felt worse and worse uh, the more I allowed these thoughts to, um, to guide me and to lead me. So like I said, it is okay to be in a dry season. You're fine. It doesn't mean like you suck or you have no talents or you have no skills. It doesn't mean that um, you're Whatever you're offering, it doesn't mean that it's not good or it's not useful or it's not pertinent to anybody anymore. That is not what a dry spell means. It just, it likely just means that you need to be poured into at the moment and not be the one pouring out. All right. So now that that's out of the way, um, I wanted to talk about what does a creative dry spell mean? I, for one, I'm not an artist. I will never claim to be an artist. Um, I don't even really claim to be a creative person, to be honest. (laughs) I know we have our gifts and talents and skills, and I'm really, that side of my brain is not as, it's not as vibrant as other people's. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not one to be sitting up here talking about I'm an artist and all that stuff. Cause I'm really not. And I know some artists, some of them I have highlighted on this podcast before, and I, I'm not in that category. I'm not in that lane. I'm not even in their world half the time. So that is not what I'm claiming. So uh, when people talk about creative dry spells, I think a lot of times we think about artists, like, like painters, writers, Uh, musicians, singers, actors, people who create public life and art. I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? Don't have me here stressing, trying to have the appropriate words. And I just wanted to say that anyone could have a creative dry spell, even a researcher, a scientist, like um, 
a financial analyst, like a, a, someone who just sits in their bed all day and doesn't think that they're creatives, even them, they can go through a creative dry spell. So I've, you know, tried to come to terms with what does that mean? Because that's what I felt was going on in my mind, but I didn't have the words to express it because I didn't want to call myself an artist. And I felt like only artists could have dry spells, you know? So what a creative dry spell is in my, in my words is when you lack enthusiasm. And that could be for anything. That could be for anything at all that you are a participant of or that you've put your efforts to before. Something you used to have enthusiasm for and you no longer have enthusiasm for it. Or you you forgot. um, It's like you, you lost your passion for it. Then it doesn't have to be for a painting or for a piece of literature or art or anything like that. It could be absolutely anything. So with me, I, I lost my enthusiasm for this podcast among many other things. Like I was just really down, like just bumming it. I didn't want to leave the house. Not like I wasn't depressed or anything because that, that is a real condition. But I just, there was a deviation from my normal. Typically, like I want to once in a while I'm not even like I'm not even an outside person I'm really a homebody through and through but I just like I just didn't feel energetic about anything and I don't know there was a lot going on so that's kind of how I defined and identified what my creative dry spell was so if you're you're experiencing a lack of enthusiasm in any area of your life, it might be a creative dry spell. And don't be ashamed to call it that just because you don't have a paintbrush and a yoga mat, okay? Um, Yeah, so next, after I defined it, I had to figure out, for me, where is it coming from? So you might have to ask yourself these questions too. Ask yourself, where where is this coming from? Okay, why am I feeling weird? Why am I feeling just like, I don't, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to do. Why am I feeling so not productive? And for me, again, I've been feeling this way since May. And I just started to write down or try to identify where the root cause to these things were coming from. And I could identify one clearly. And for me, that was some household conflicts, um, some pain and disturbances in my home. It can come from conflicts in other relationships other than familial ones, like with your friends, um, your employers, your colleagues, your peers. It can come from just tension in relationships in general. It can come from anxiety around other areas in your life that might not be pertinent to the one you've lost enthusiasm for. So for example, for me, it was a lot of transitioning going from one program to another, and I felt like that's where all my attention was going towards. So I lost enthusiasm for some of the more liberal and freeing parts of my life, of my lifestyle and my routine. So um, anxiety in other areas could lead to creative dry spells. Another thing that I, I identified as being a root cause was 
just being overwhelmed, that kind of ties into the anxiety, just being overwhelmed, even afraid. If you're afraid of a, a stage you're in in life or it's just complicated, you don't know the outcome, it's a lot of, I don't know what's happening next. A lot of those emotions can um can be the reason you're experiencing a creative dry spell. And and this is true for me. So I just wrote down in my journal and in my notes things that were pertinent to me. So, you know, chew the meat, spit the bones, whatever pertains to you, it pertains to you too. Another thing is um, just boredom. Quarantine, all this going on is, is bound to leave you dry at some point because we had, it was cute at first, right? Three weeks on lockdown. It was cute. Like, oh my gosh, there's so much I can do in my house. I can redecorate. I can do this, that, the other. I have so much time. I can catch up on sleep. I can learn new recipes. I can do at-home workouts. Like, yeah, yeah, we had all that time. It was cute. And it was, it was, it was a catalyst for some of us to our creative juices. But now, August, pretty much, is getting tired, it's getting real old, it's not fun, and it's just boring now. It's really boring and it's for the birds. But that could be a cause that I had to realize that this is probably adding to my creative dry spell because now I'm just bored. I'm really just bored. And then overall, just life, life child, like life will do it to you. Life will stress you out. There'll be other things going on and you will lose sight of whatever you had enthusiasm for once before. For me, like I said, it's this podcast. You will lose sight of it. It becomes uh, something in the back of your mind rather than the front of your mind. And that's okay. That is okay. There's a season for everything. And Sometimes you have to prioritize things in order to be balanced and to be healthy. So those are some of the root causes that I was able to identify for for me. And I would encourage anyone who might be going through a dry spell to also try to identify their root causes. Because once you identify the root causes, you can try to address those things in the hopes that your creativity will come back, your zeal, your enthusiasm will return. I need it, I need it to be back, okay? So first thing, first thing, like for me, the most pressing thing was the relational a- aspect. Um, I know when I'm stressed or pretending not to be stressed about stuff at home, then I really just close my mind off completely to all things. So if things are... If things are stressful for me and my family, I tend to to ignore everything or to just not think about anything because I don't want to think about that rather than thinking about things one thing at a time and handling things and addressing issues. I'm very non-confrontational and I rather not think about anything than think about one thing that's stressing me out. So that is, was a key for me. That was a big, big issue for me. And I'm working on it. I'm not there yet. I cannot say that I am. Um, But I'm working on being more engaged so I cannot get into these personal mental dry spells. 
So the last thing that I've been reflecting on in order to encourage myself out of this dry spell or through this dry spell rather is just remembering that I have I have choice. God has given each and every one of us the opportunity and the responsibility to choose how we view circumstances, how we view our life, how we view anything that comes our way. So in this instance, in this situation for a creative dry spell, I was getting stuck thinking like, my life is so boring. I'm not contributing to society. I have nothing to say. I like, I'm not learning anything. I have, there's no new knowledge coming to me. Nothing. I have nothing to pour out. Like what kind of woman am I that I have not even an encouraging word for anybody? Like nothing. I have nothing in me really. So dark, the thoughts that I was having. And then I had to realize I'm, I'm, I'm making this darker than it needs to be. I really am. This could really be a small thing or it, it could be something I look at completely differently. What I should have been saying to myself is expressing emotions of gratitude, like to be thankful that I have been pouring out. I have been pouring out to people so much so that I've got to a point where I feel empty. You know, like that's good. That means I have been contributing. I have been, you know, sharing with people when we could interact with people. I had been interacting in a positive way that the lack of interaction is affecting me. Because if I wasn't interacting with people positively, then the lack of interaction, I probably wouldn't have felt the effects of it, you know? So I had to like shift my perspective, shift the way I was thinking and just because I was having a dry season or a creative dry spell doesn't mean that I'm useless or that I had no more creativity in me. Creativity is not part of my identity anymore. No, it just, I had to start looking at it like that just means I'm in a position to learn. Now I'm in a place where I have the opportunity to listen to things that I haven't listened to before. Maybe I'm I'm listening to the same podcast every week, been reading the same book forever. Maybe I need to read something new. Maybe I need to listen to a new podcast. Maybe I need to subscribe to another YouTuber. Maybe I need to watch another show. Like I I need to learn from something else, which is good. That is always a good thing. So now I'm feeling so much more energetic and enthusiastic. I've been dabbling into new podcasts and I will mention them um, at the end of this conversation, but it's been so good. And I just had to shift my perspective and think this is a great opportunity for me to switch up my routine, for me to invite new information into my life invite new people into my life, invite new perspectives into my into my awareness. And it's a great, great thing, but you will miss it. I'm telling you, you're going to miss it if you go into seasons of dryness or stagnation. Is that what it's called? If you're in those seasons and you're just saying, whoa, me, like I'm so pitiful and it's sad. No, you're not going to get anything from that if that is your perspective. 
So I'm, I'm telling you, and if you feel like I'm yelling at you, I am because I'm yelling at me too, okay? So that is pretty much the summation of what I wanted to share with you guys. I hope that it is just encouraging. I know it's been encouraging to me, just, just giving me like opportunities to breathe and remind myself like, girl, it's okay. Just relax. You have a lot going on and that's okay. That is okay. You're not entitled or obligated to anybody, to anybody at all. You, you have very minimal responsibilities and enjoy it. Just enjoy this season of your life and don't feel pressured to, to be creative and busy all the time. So yeah, that is all I really wanted to share with you guys. Of course, I have to let you guys know of a resource like and I'll link it in the episode notes of someone who talks about this in her YouTube video. She talked about it a little bit and gave excellent pointers and she's right now like uh, probably like top two top two of my favorite YouTubers. Her name is Evelyn Evelyn of the internet. I love her love her love her and I think maybe two years ago she had an episode talking about I don't know, some, like something similar to what I'm saying. Like she had a creative drought and she gives tips on how to overcome that. So I'll link that episode. I'm Yeah, her video in the episode notes of this podcast. Exactly. Yes. And um, everything she said was just extremely helpful. And I'm, I'm sure could give you some tangible steps. Um, but one of the things she, she mentioned was to write things down. And that one, that one always resonates with me because I, I write down everything. I write down absolutely everything and I journal. I, I just like to write. If I have an idea, I have a folder for it in my notes and I just jot it down. So this was actually a way I could tell that I was in a dry season because I wasn't writing down anything. I wasn't having ideas to write down. And I didn't feel like I had anything to even write in my personal journal. So I haven't been writing in my journal unless it's been like Bible study or um, a workshop or something I've been listening in on and just taking notes over. But just my personal thoughts, I have not been writing in my journal. So that should have been a red flag for me since it's part of my routine. Once I stop doing it, that should automatically have been a red flag that sis something's off balance in your system, you need to get it together. Another thing that she said was to play. That was a good point too, because I know that when I'm in dry spells, I I tend to neglect, we can call it self-care or whatever. Um, so things I enjoy doing, I don't even feel motivated to exercise or do anything that is good for me. So to me, I, I kind of took her advice to play as like just do the things that you enjoy doing that are healthy because doing healthy things are fun for me anyways so that's how I took that as and being creative doesn't mean you're an artist which is what she said and I stand by and it just reminded me of moments that I do feel creative it's because I have friends who really bring out aspects of my imagination that I didn't know existed and so I have friends who will be like girl 
imagine what would you do? Like we'll watch a movie and be like, what would you do if that was you? And I'm like, wow, I would have never asked myself this question if it wasn't for you. So she encouraged, she definitely suggested to surround yourself with people who have imaginations. If yours is acting dry and if your imagination is just acting real quiet, you need to surround yourself with people who have active imagination. So for me, Aniola has a very active imagination. Abigail also has a very active imagination and Elizabeth. So these three people I can trust that they're going to ask follow-up questions and get my creative juices flowing again just just by casual conversation. So yeah, that is all I had to share for today. Um, I hope it is helpful to somebody. If not, it's accountability to me to let me know that I can talk in front of this microphone again and I have something to say. Okay. That's, that's the whole point. I had something to say, I got it off my chest. And sometimes it's just a matter of taking that first step. So this is my first step. I don't know when y'all are here for me again, but I can tell you this. It will not be because I'm being hard on myself. I'm being negative to myself or I feel stuck and trapped and suffocated in a creative dry spell. If y'all don't hear from me in a, in a minute, it's going to be because um, medical school is really, it's picking up. It's picking up officially. So <laughs> that will be the reason. And I hope that my next episode will be about the, this journey. I've been kind of hesitant, a little skeptical about sharing the medical school journey because I just, I want everything I talk about on this podcast to fit the vision and the purpose of the podcast. So I'm just trying to get my notes together to see the best way to encompass my journey to medical school. If I do, if I want to make it be a more permanent conversation on this podcast, or if I just let y'all know subtly, like I just did that I'm in medical school and keep a pushing. I just don't know. I don't know how I want to to share this with you guys. But if you have suggestions, go ahead, let me know, you know where to find me, you know how to talk to me. And uh, I would love that. I would really like that. So y'all can do that. And that is what I anticipate the next episode to be whenever it comes out. It might be tomorrow. It might be in eight weeks. It might be in 10 weeks. Who knows? Not I. That's for sure. I don't know. I don't know at all. But like I said, thank you guys for listening. I will just shimmy on over to the reflection point. But I really do think like all this has been a great reflection point for me, at least. I don't know about for you, but for me, this rooted conversation has been what I've been forcing myself to reflect on forever. So we're just going to skip. We're going to skip the reflection point. How about that? Yeah. So what would be next? Gine shine, of course. So let's jump right in to this week's Gine shine. All right, you guys. This week, y'all, first of all, y'all already know I don't play with Gine shine. I take this segment of the podcast very 
very seriously. It's my favorite segment of the podcast. And it's for those of y'all who are as inconsistent as I am, let me remind you what this segment is about. This segment is where um, I just take a moment to shine light on a woman in my periphery, in my atmosphere, who I think deserves it. Okay. Someone who's doing great. Someone who is using their platform, their resource, their skills, their gifts, their talents, their anointing to bless others, encourage others, or empower others. So um, most of my guy and shine are people I know. Actually, I want to say all of them. So this one is no different. In fact, this person that we're shining light on today, this woman, this phenomenal woman is family. This is my sweet, dear sister, cousin, friend, my girl, Bina. If y'all don't know Bina, you better get familiar with her. You better follow her, know her, remember the name, remember the face, remember, remember her. Okay. You heard it here. Hopefully not first. Hopefully as y'all are listening to this, y'all been following her. Y'all been up to date with her fitness line, with her uh, videos, with her tutorials with her encouragement, with her happiness, with her joy. Hopefully y'all have been getting your fill of that on a weekly and daily basis. Okay. So Bina is my cousin and I want to give her this week's guy and shine because she is absolutely loving herself and overcoming things that could get her to not love herself or get her to be down or, and, you know, just, just down, you know, we all have life that makes us want to be down, but she's overcoming it with so much grace, with so much elegance, with so much beauty and with so much joy. Bina is not shy to dance, to dance it out. She's the queen of dancing it out. I promise you that if you need a dance break, I promise you she will provide you a great dance break. She's queen of laughing at herself, loving herself, enjoying herself, the hard moments of life. She always turns it around into something positive. The good moments of life, she she celebrates it. She doesn't take good moments for granted. So I really do want to highlight her because of the way she is living her life is really an example. It could be an example to us all. So I can't just... I can't just tell you about her traits. I'm going to give you tangible steps on how you can support and show love and receive love from Bina, the beautiful, beautiful soul. Let me tell you, okay? If you're on Instagram, go right now to Bina, Bina Athletics, Bina Athletics. So B-I-N-A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-S. Bina Athletics is her fitness page. And let me tell you, her body is banging. She is a professional professional athlete and you I mean I don't know if my builds can ever be like hers but my work ethic can be my attitude can be so if you need some encouragement some guides to how to have a great booty to have how to have amazing abs how to have strong arms a strong back strong glutes strong quads even strong toes Bina got a video for you. She has tutorials for you. She has everything. She's not stingy with her information. She tells you everything. So go ahead and follow her fitness page and get get your body right, period. I'm just going to say it. If you've been saying you need to get your body right and you need a place to go, there it is. I just told you. So no more excuses, okay? You're going to find all her information in the episode notes, of course, but... 
I had to give it to y'all. I had to tell you, Bina, I love you, girl. And you are more than more than deserving of this week's Gine Shine. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of Rooted with Yams. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of this day off. I hope you guys are staying sane. Honestly, I really took the emotional aspect of quarantine and coronavirus. I took it for granted. I thought I was better than that. I thought it was above me. I thought it really couldn't affect me. But clearly, clearly I was wrong, okay? Because it's it's really settling in and it's not cute. Like it's really, really not cute. And it doesn't help that black people, we still have to live in fear of our lives or in fear that if we don't have life anymore, that there will be no justice um, that follows. So it's a really, really ugly world right now. Sarah Jake's um, podcast, Woman Evolve, she talked about how America is like the worst place to be, to raise a family. Actually, I think the second worst place to raise a family. That was what they just talked about. In last week's episode of Women Evolve Podcast, if y'all aren't subscribed to that, please do that also. But it was so true. I was like, yeah, this place is so ugly. It's so ugly here. And I really thought it wouldn't get to me. I thought I thought I was immune to the emotional torments of this society. But I'm not. I'm not immune to it and neither are you. So I really hope you guys are doing well. Make sure if you have any questions, suggestions, advice for this podcast or anything you want to share with me at all, you can go ahead, leave me a DM or comment on my Instagram page, which is Rooted with Yams, the title of this podcast, or you can email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment in the SoundCloud streets, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And or you can do all the above. That's like an and slash or kind of moment. Do all the above. Do what you want. And y'all be blessed. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Bye bye.